I'm Lynn Borton, host of Choose to be Curious, here with your morning dose of curiosity to go. Rumi, the 13th century Persian, Sunni Muslim poet, jurist, Islamic scholar, theologian, and Sufi mystic wrote, let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. That's where my friend Muhammad Ali and I focused this week, on curiosity and finding one's calling in work and life. Yeah, it's a calling or a path or, um, you know, something that clicks. It, it, it could be described in many, many ways. And I've sort of fallen into a lot of the things that I've ended up doing, and it was only because I kept myself open to experiencing things. I, I like to learn things, mm-hmm. um, and I like to learn how things work, but more than things, people. I like to learn how people work, how they think, how they come to any um, ideas that they fixate on, how they make connections between things. It informs how I, I guess, relate with the world or connect the pieces in the world together. And after a whole lot of meandering, I found that what I consistently do is try to listen to people or people like to talk and I like to listen and um, ended up in the realm of human resources. A part of my openness when I came to this this space here in Washington, D.C. was exploring what human resources would look like if it was more people-focused. So Mo paid attention to that strange pull, got curious about it, and is building his career around what he's found. You can hear more about his experience as a nine-year-old Somali refugee in Canada and his fascinating year in D.C. this week, Wednesday morning at 10 or Friday afternoon at 2.30, right here on Radio Arlington. I hope you'll tune in. Mo and I were talking about finding one's calling in a purely secular sense, but the conversation reminded me of a wonderful discussion I had with the Reverends Carolyn Richer and Junson Nettles about curiosity, faith, and spirituality. I reflect back to wanting to go to seminary and to get to go there to find out all the answers, because I was just sure if I went to seminary, they'd have all the answers to all these questions about faith and religion that I had been thinking of over the years. And for me, it was a very different experience than I expected, because instead of the answers, they gave me thousands of more questions that I didn't even know were out there and opened up whole worlds of possibilities in the areas of faith and belief that really forced me to open my mind up and and to explore more. Curiosity is really part and parcel of what we do. So when I think of curiosity, I think of really exploring, kind of full exploration, and not having too many preconceived notions about what you'll find at the end. So it becomes about the journey. And I thought, oh, how how dull life would be if there was only one <laughs> right way uh-huh. to do anything. Isn't it in the myriad of possibilities that the true joy of life is found? Choose to be Curious is a show all about curiosity. We do a little research in theory, but mostly it's conversations about how curiosity shows up in work and life. 
I like to think it's about choosing to look, as Carolyn put it, at that myriad of possibilities where the true joy of life is found. You can hear more of Carolyn and Junsun and all my other shows on Facebook, Mixcloud, SoundCloud, now iTunes, all at Choose to Be Curious. And follow me on Twitter at Choose Number Two, Letter B, Curious. If you've ever listened to Choose to Be Curious, you know I like to end my shows with an analogy. And I find myself today thinking of Forrest Gump, of all things. Seems to me choosing to be curious is like that proverbial box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. So as you go into your day, find a box of chocolates and see what you get. Go ahead, choose to be curious.